0: Hmm.
1: Recorded live.
2: Hello, everyone.
3: Hello. Good evening.
2: How are you guys today? Good,
4: thank you. Very yeah. good. Thank you, Gloria.
2: Yes. <laughs> Is Pastor Millicent on?
4: Um... No, not yet. I just spoke
2: to her a couple of minutes ago, but she's not on yet. Okay, well, if you guys don't mind, we'll just wait just a moment for her to
4: hop on. How are you doing, Gloria?
2: I'm doing great. How about
4: you? Where do you live? What section of the country?
2: Uh, St. Louis, Missouri.
4: Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. i right, We just had snow. You don't? Are you getting snow or any kind of winter weather out there now?
2: Uh, freezing rain.
4: Oh, freezing rain. Okay, we had that today, too. Yeah,
2: yeah. Sweeping the country.
4: <laughs> but
2: God be the glory. <laughs> yes,
4: yes, yes, yes. I think it keeps some of them in their homes <laughs> where they should be.
2: Exactly, exactly.
1: Every little bit helps. <laughs> I know. Amen.
2: Cassandra, would you let me know when Pastor, when Millicent comes on, if you don't mind? Yes, I will. Oh, okay. <laughs> Good afternoon. I'm sorry we were just trying to hold off till you got on the line. Um, this is Gloria, and this is your call to worship for for Saturday, December the 17th. I trust you all had a great day. Um, I want to bring you greetings from Pastor Millicent Black and the ministry team, and welcome again to Refuge from the Storm Conference Call Church, a ministry of hope, encouragement, and purpose. And thank you for your attendance. We are here to worship a remarkable God. The love of God welcomes us. The grace of Christ awaits us, and the joy of the Spirit enfolds us. Don't come as slaves, come as the truly free. Don't come as petitioners, come as those who are already heard. Don't come as antelopers, come as invited guests. Don't come as outsiders, come as much-wanted children. The love of God emboldens us, and the grace of Christ redeems us. The joy of the Spirit uplifts us. Come as the joyful. Come as the eager. Come as the thankful. Come as the recipient of an amazing grace. The love of God overflows our hearts, and the grace of Christ liberates our spirits. The joy of the Spirit sings in our minds. Please let me uh, introduce our ministry team for today. Uh, Pastor Black, of course, and she will serve as our worship leader today. Minister Juanita Purdy will be the speaker of the hour. Minister Barbara Hicini will lead us in altar prayer. Our announcements for the week to God be the glory. Reverend Millicent Black, Millicent Yvonne Black received her second master's degree on Friday, the Master of Arts in Christian Ministry, United Theological Seminary. If you guys have an opportunity, please congratulate her. And um, she was blessed to have Sister Lisa and Sister Nola Alexander actually travel with her to experience this wonderful occasion. And I watched it via live stream. I hope some of you got a chance to as well. And it was a beautiful, beautiful ceremony. Again, c- congratulations to uh, Dr. Black, who's a very accomplished woman. A Bible study on Wednesday uh, that will start at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, And the title of the subject of the lesson will be The Forerunner of Christ. And that scripture will be Luke, the first chapter, the, uh, the first through the 25th verses, and the 57th through the 80th verses. And that's the forerunner of Christ that we know to be John the Baptist. On December the 20th, we will have our holiday scheduled wellness support group led by Minister Juanita Purdy, and we ask that you would uh, support her in that effort as she's seeking to support us in our effort to make sure that anyone that is experiencing a little loneliness or depression during the holiday season, you can come to this particular call and be encouraged and build up. Sister Purdy also leads our Saturday prayer team ministry each Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Central Standard Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you are able, please attend those uh, those Saturday prayer team calls. Dr. Black would like me to remind you and uh, please invite other t- targeted individuals, those are our, our primary audience, and anyone else you would like that supports you in in our efforts to next week's uh, Christmas Eve worship service at our regular time. So someone, some of some people might be confused and thinking that we won't have Saturday worship, but we will go on with that, and we will also be celebrating the Lord's Supper at that time. Uh, Dr. Black would also like me to point out in the newsletter we have included a membership form. So that we can be accountable as a church, um, as any regular house of worship, we need to collect that information uh, for accountability purposes. So if you can fill that information out and email it to Dr. Black, whose email address is in the uh, newsletter, we would greatly appreciate it. Again, thanks for being here. Uh, Just a word of encouragement comes from the prophet Jeremiah to the people. He said, live a life that is full. Build, plant, eat, love, and multiply. Pray for your communities. Keep God in the center of all that is. We enter into worship today with hopes in our hearts for something happens here that reminds us that we can live as God desires. God has made a promise of faithfulness to us and we can entrust, uh, excuse me, trust the promise. If all of our hearts and minds are cleared, we will now uh, move into our, our period of devotion and I will turn it over to Dr. Black.
3: Good evening, everyone. We will start our service with a song that will set the tone for this season in which we're in. Sister Cassandra, if you will play that,
2: please. Uh, just cut off my, my service, my Internet connection. Hold on, please.
1: And I'm sorry, Millicent, this is the First Noel, is that correct? That's correct. Okay.
3: Noel and our scripture lesson this afternoon will come from the book of Isaiah chapter 7. I'll be starting to read verse 10 Isaiah chapter 7 verse 10 and it says again the Lord spoke to Ahaz saying ask a sign of the Lord your God let it be deep as Sheol or half high as heaven. But Ahaz said, I will not ask and I will not put the Lord to the test. Then Isaiah said, hear then, O house of David, is it too little for you to weary mortals, that you may weary my God also? Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. Look, the young woman is with child and shall bear a son. And she'll name him Emmanuel. He shall eat curds and honey by the time he knows how to refuse the evil and choose the good. For before the child knows how to refuse the evil and choose the good, the land before whose kings you are in dread will be deserted. The Lord will bring on you and on your people and on your ancestral house such days as have not come since the day that Ephraim departed from Judah, the king of Assyria. Verses 10 through 17 of Isaiah chapter 7. May God bless the hearers, the readers, and the doers of his word. Let us pray. Most gracious and loving Father, we come this afternoon to thank you. For this day, God, we thank you for all of the blessings that you have given us from our early life until this present time. We thank you, God, for how you have shown yourself strong on our behalf. Thank you, Father, for food and clothing, for shelter. Thank you, God, for friends and family. Thank you, O oh God, for your plan concerning us. For you said to the prophet Jeremiah, I know the plans I have for you for good and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. God, we thank you for all that you have held us up in, Lord God. For well, had it not been for you, the Lord, on our side, we don't know what we would have done, oh, God, when the, the the horses and the chariots came against us. God, had you not been standing on our side, we don't know what we would have done when the directed energy weapons were used upon us, oh, God, had you not Been on our side, God, when we were being made sleep deprived or put into pain, oh God, how could we have focused and and studied? And yet, God, you kept us together. Thank you, God. Thank you, Father God, for every time you showed our enemies just how powerful you are. Thank you, Father, for every time, oh God, you allowed us to call upon the name of the Lord, and we indeed were saved, not just from our sins, oh God, but also from our enemies. But, God, as we enter into this time of worship, we invite you in. We invite you, Holy Spirit, to come and abide with us. We ask you, Holy Spirit, to make us have ears to hear and hearts to receive what the Spirit will say to the church. We pray, O oh God, right now that every person that is listening this day, God, will will have a blessed word, O oh God, that they will receive it into their spirit, that it will Speak to them in the days to come that they will feed upon it, O oh God, until it becomes a reality in their lives. God, we ask you right now, O oh God, in the name of Jesus to bless all the families, God, that are represented here yes. as we come before you, God, during this, this season of remembering the birth of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Help us, O oh God, to never, oh God, forget the reason for the season. And oh God, I ask if we not let the season end on December the 25th, oh God, but that we would remember the season all through the year, God, because we constantly are in need of the Lord Jesus Christ. We're in need of his saving power. We're in need of his ability to speak peace to the storms in our lives. We're in need, oh God, of him to feed us like he fed the 5000. We're always in need, God that he would heal us like he did the woman with the issue of blood or the heiress daughter, God. We've got some dead stuff in our lives, and we need Jesus to call it back to life. Father, thank you.
2: Thank you, Lord. But as
3: we go through this season, God, for which the reason is the Lord Jesus Christ, that we'll carry him, God, in our hearts throughout the year, that we'll become those people who will share why we have a hope, thank yes. you, God, because <clears throat> of Jesus. Lord, we just thank you now. We ask that you would bless each person that is going to be participating, Lord. We ask, God, that you would especially bless our messenger this afternoon. Breathe, oh, God, life on the word that she will receive, oh, God, that it will become food for us, God, that we might be fed, not just today, oh, God, but in the days to come, because you cared enough to send us the living bread, bread from heaven. Feed us till we want no more. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. 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 Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord. We will now have another song uh by Sister Cassandra.
5: All right. Um what was requested was um The Temptations Silent Night. So I'll, I will get that.
3: And in that connection just went off for some reason. I don't know who's messing
4: around here.
3: Father, we forgot to ask that you, oh God, would run interference for this service this afternoon. Change the hearts of those, oh God, who get uh 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 joy and who feel powerful because they're able to interrupt. Mm-hmm of the living God. Remind them, oh God, that you're still God and you're still in charge. Father, we ask you right now, in Jesus' name, to cover the place where Sister Cassandra is. Cover the computer, oh God. Thank you, Father God, that even as we would dare to, to worship you this afternoon, God, we ask that you would cause those who are listening, those who have decided to invade our privacies and our bodies, cause them, oh God, to hear what thus saith the Lord. Make it apply to their lives, God, that they cannot deny Right where they are In the name of Jesus we pray Amen May have been a silent night that Jesus was born, but we truly are—we're glad that the angels let somebody know that something magnificent had happened, and we are so glad that He's not silent in our hearts or in our lives. Now we're going to prepare for our altar prayer uh, by Minister Barbara Hyseni, and I just want to say a word about the altar. Many people around an altar or on an altar, you know, back in uh, the book of Genesis a few weeks ago, we talked about how Abraham was instructed to take Isaac and sacrifice him on the altar as a worship unto the Lord. And Abraham's faith spoke and told the servants that the boy and I will come back. Y'all just wait right here. And the word says that when Abraham got to the top of the mountain that, and, and actually laid Isaac on the altar, on the wood, and, and prepared to slay him as a sacrifice to God. God. The angel came and told him to look. Don't do that. And as he looked around, he saw a ram, and, and that ram was what became the sacrifice instead of Abraham's son. And so we come to the altar today to bring our requests, to bring our problems, to bring our thanksgiving, our thankful hearts, to bring sometimes our family members, sometimes job needs and home needs and health needs. Whatever it is, we can bring it to the altar because that's, what we have learned that we can do. And you know what? God has a ram in the bush for you. So as Minister Barbara comes and leads us to the throne of grace, just bring your knees to the altar. Wherever you are, you can make that an altar, a place where you want to sacrifice your worrying, a place where you want to let go of your hesitations and your concerns and your cares. And know that God has a ram in the bush for you minister
4: barbara praise God thank you thank you dr. black we gather as brothers and sisters and if you want if you want to just close your eyes and we just envision we're brothers and sisters and we're walking hand-in-hand up to the altar of Jehovah our Lord we want to thank God tonight for who he is we will mention some of the Hebrew names of our God in these prayers These names illustrate his basic nature. We want to thank you, Jehovah Jireh, for you are our Lord who provides. You see our needs and you provide. Thank you for providing us shelter, food, and clothes. Thank you for your bountiful provisions. Jehovah Rapha, our Lord who heals. You have said, I am the Lord, your healer. Jehovah Rapha, the Lord who makes bitter things sweet, we bring to you all of us who need healing in our bodies, our souls, and our spirits, and we thank you, Lord, for our healing. You are our great physician, and you heal the physical and emotional needs of your people. Jehovah Nisi, our Lord, our banner. This name has to do with warfare. Father God. You, Jehovah Nissi, said, you are willing to do battle on our behalf. The Lord, our banner, desires to give us victory. Praise you and thank you, Lord. Your banner over us is love. El Shaddai, you are Lord God Almighty. Nothing. Nothing is impossible for you. You completely nourish us. You satisfy us. You are our glory and the lifter of our head. We bring all those to you, to your altar, in need of employment, healing, provision, finances, families, salvation, a soulmate, deliverance. Thank you, Lord God Almighty, for hearing our prayers. El Elyon, the Most High God, you are exalted and you are majestic and you are sovereign. We praise you and thank you that we are your children. El Elyon, our Most High God, Jehovah Mola, he who repays. Mm -hmm. Thank you, God, that this banner is not ours to fight. You are our avenger. You will fight this battle for us. Jehovah Mola. Adonai, our Lord and our Master, we surrender our lives to you. May your will be done in our lives. May we exalt your name and bring you glory in all that we say and all that we do. And Jehovah Shama. There are so many more names of our God, Hebrew names these are just a few. Our Lord is there and he is also here. We ask you to be present in this service, Lord. Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. Flood this place and change the atmosphere. Guide, direct, and bless our leaders, our song leaders, and our speaker tonight. Thank you, Dr. Black, for being obedient to the vision of Jehovah for, the, for this online church service. We especially thank you, Jehovah, our Lord, for the opportunity to gather to worship and to praise your holy, precious name. Amen. Amen. Amen.
1: Amen. Amen. Amen.
3: Now we're gonna. Now we're coming to the part of the service where we will receive the word. That will be unto us as bread from heaven. Coming from Minister Juanita Purdy. Minister Juanita is our prayer team leader and a very valuable part of the ministry team of Refuge from the Storm. We appreciate all she does and all she gives to us as servants of the Lord. Now, she has requested that I will share a song with you, Uh, and I want you all to pray with me as I sing. Uh, I wish I had the voice of Lauren Hill, but I don't, so I'm going to give as a sacrifice unto the Lord the words
1: of the song. Why
0: should I be discouraged? And why does the shadow fall? Why does my heart feel lonely? And long For heaven And all When Jesus Is My portion A cast Is He Is all is on the sparrow and I know he watches me his eye is on the sparrow and I know he watches and I sing Because I'm happy yeah. Oh, I sing Because I'm free
4: Free
0: is all and I know He watches He watches me
5: Amen Amen Amen. Amen Amen Amen, Amen. I just bless the Lord because um, I know he watches me. And I know that each one of us can sing that same song with the same amount of joy, the same amount of confidence that we know he watches us. God is not a man that he should lie, and he does not fail. So I know he watches me, and I am forever grateful. I am forever thankful. I bless the Lord. Every time I hear it, that song, I tell you, it just stirs my soul. It stirs my soul. So I bless the Lord. Thank you, um, Dr. Black, for singing that. Uh, I so appreciate it. I know that everybody else appreciates it, especially in such a time that you know we're uh uh we should be celebrating we should be joyous i mean this is a great time of the year uh, an awesome time for us to celebrate though many people are facing um just uh, some tumultuous and um hard situations and so it's good to be able to remember that God watches us he watches us he his eye is on every situation so we bless the lord i bless the lord i am going to um read a couple of scriptures as i um prepare my 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 myself to be used as a vessel a, a vessel to bring forth the word of life to you and I pray that that you receive it as a word of life for your life for your situation um I'm going to come to you from Matthew the first chapter the 20 through the 23rd verse and then I'm going to continue to Matthew, the 10th chapter, the 25th through the 30th, 30th verse. So even as um, Dr. Bly read from Isaiah, the prophecy of Jesus Christ, now we are at that point where God is bringing, manifesting or bringing forth that prophetic vision. So, um Matthew, the first chapter starting at the uh, well let's start at the nineteenth um it says then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not willing to make her a public example, was minded to put her away privately, but while he thought on these things, behold. his people from their sin. Now all this was done that it may be fulfilled, which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, Behold, a virgin shall be with child, and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God is with us.
1: And then in um,
5: Matthew, the 10th chapter, and starting at the 25th verse, it reads, It is enough for the disciples that he be as his master and the servant as his lord. If we have called the master of the house uh, Beelzebub, how much more shall they call them of his household. Fear them not, therefore, for there is nothing covered that shall not be revealed and hid that shall not be known. What I tell you in darkness that speak ye in light and what ye hear in the ear that preach ye upon the housetops. And fear not, Them, which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul, but rather fear him, which is able to destroy both soul and body, are not two sparrows sold for a farthing, and one of them shall not fall on the ground without your father, but the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Fear ye not, therefore, ye are more valuable than many sparrows. And there's a parallel version in Luke the twelfth chap uh the twelfth chapter in the first through the seventeenth verse, and I will encourage you to um go and read that or just make a note Luke the twelfth chapter, the first through the seventh verse, it parallels Matthew ten. And the title of this message is Fear Not. Fear Not. Father God, I thank you. I thank you for your presence here today. I thank you, Father God, that you have given us yet another opportunity to gather in your name on one one accord and to seek your. Divine intervention in our life, to seek your presence, to seek your hand, to move upon our situations, to move upon our conditions, Father God. We thank you that you care enough of us, Father God, that we don't have to fear or worry or be anxious, Lord, but we can rejoice. We can rejoice in your presence with us today because of your faithfulness, of allowing Jesus to come to this earth, to be made a sacrifice for us so that we can be in right fellowship with you. Lord, we thank you for all that you've done for us. We thank you for Dr. Black, Lord, who was obedient to your call and to to the, the moving of her spirit. To do this, Father God, thank you for opening the doors and making the way for her to be able to do it. And we thank you for each and every person who participates and become a part of this ministry, Father God. We want to thank you and we want to celebrate, Father God. We want to thank you for empowering Doctor Black to get that 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 third degree. Father God, that master's or that fourth degree of, uh, in um, Christian ministry, Lord, we thank you, Father God, that you have empowered her to overcome the enemy and that she is an example to all of us that we are to fear not, to move ahead in the, in the vision and the plan that you have for our life. Thank you, Father God, that you have given her as an example that we will have good success despite what the enemy tries to do. You have called us to be more than conquerors. I thank you for it, Lord. I thank you. I thank you for uh, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, who died so that we may have eternal life with you. Thank you for your word. Thank you for the message today. We ask that it be spoken with clarity in the name of Jesus. Go before this word, Father God. Straighten every crooked path and open up the hearts and the minds of of those who hear that they may receive of it and be blessed thereof. We bless you. We praise you. We thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. We bless the Lord. Um I am going to actually try the the reading. I this it's actually written out, had a little more time since I'm um out for the uh, our extended Christmas break. So, you know, a little more time to really sit down and write out everything word for word but I'm just not accustomed to reading um, it. So this is the first time. So I'm praying that it flows um, as I read it um, and you guys receive this word. So um, the title is Fear Not, and I want to um, take you to back in a, a trip in history. There was a Fear Not campaign um, that came along in 1989. Um, The founders of this campaign was Mark and Brian Simo, and they had their headquarters in Carlsbad, California. Now, we know that California is um, very... Um, You know, it's a sunny place, so, of course, you have a lot of physical activities such as skiing and skateboarding and things of that nature uh, that's associated with the the weather there. You know, it's a beautiful place. you got the skiing of the mountains. You have the water skiing of the beaches and the oceans. So, of course, you you have a, a lot of that and you know some people like challenges so they're just not content with the same old get on the the jet skis and just you know um ride around in the water they want challenges so Mark and Brian of course um they started this no fear campaign and they produce bumper stickers clothing Um, Novelties and Other Gear. And it was associated with the extreme sports arena. And um, for those, uh, I think, you know, most of us are familiar with uh, extreme sports. It was um, doing things such as the motocross, um, surfing, skateboarding, Um, It was where people took just these normal things like skateboarding to the extreme. It reminded me of Evo Knievel, where he would ride his bicycle through this burning rings of fire. Well, of course, you know, the people in extreme sports kind of take it to another level where um, they take on canyon crossings will do a uh, a a motocross over a deep canyon, um over deep river crossings. Um it went way beyond and it goes way beyond the the rings of fire now. So of course um these brothers of course part of that extreme sports arena caught on in Develop this campaign because, of course, to do these type of activities, you can't afford to operate in fear. So um, one of the things that uh, this activity is known for, these extreme sports activities, are known for a high level of danger. And... Um, according to my research on Wikipedia, it says the activity involves, you know, high speed, I mean, speed beyond what's normal for us, you know. I don't know about anybody else, but I get nervous when I'm having to drive, you know, over 80 miles per hour, you know, even if I bought the interstate, you know, I want to keep it down, but, I mean, these these uh, people are dealing with high speeds, 100, 150, 200, you know, um, miles per hour in their speed, extreme heights, extreme physical um, exertion, and um, it requires just a very specialized training, specialized gear, and a lot of courage, a lot of courage. Um, the arena of extreme sports gained popularity in the 1990s and we know them now because it became very competitive and we know it as the X Games. So now, of course, you have X Games that, you know, are competing um, all year long in one category or another. These um these brothers also develop a an energy drink, and the energy drink I'm sure some of you um, have maybe know it is called Sobe. S, capital S O B E. There's a that's their brand, Sobe. And um, I thought it was like okay, so they have the Fear Not campaign and the Sobe so be it so be it that you know the sport is dangerous but they choose to um go beyond that level of comfort they want to take on the challenge they want to challenge their their human ability and so they they push their human ability to the limit one aspect of one interesting aspect about extreme sports um, it is quite popular with younger generations, um, even though the this sport has a lot of uncontrollable factors. It seems to be really popular because it involves risk taking. So these athletes, instead of really being nervous about the conditions, they actually find that when they are involved in uncontrollable factors, you know, such as high winds and, and, and waves and the skiing, they're actually fascinated by that. They actually tend to um, welcome those conditions, the higher the ways, the more challenge it is for them, and so they use that these conditions as an opportunity to better themselves or to 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 push beyond that that limit of their human ability. I tend to 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 say they use it to walk on water, so to speak um they these are some extreme. i mean here peter was talking to jesus well he saw jesus and and he wanted to um he he told jesus to bid him to come and he wanted to test he wanted to go beyond his human ability and so this is kind of where these young people are testing every condition. It doesn't matter what the condition is, so that they can go beyond their their normal human ability. They don't see they don't see normal as we see normal. We like to see normal as um. You know, being able to come and, you know, do what we got to do, go to work, come home, you know, live out our life, you know, whatever those, you know, little hobbies that we do have, read a good book or watch a good television show. And, And that's our normal. That's our normal. But their normal is to seek out extreme activities. Most of us will look at that and we would call it crazy or foolish. But these thrill seekers often appears to give no thought to what if, the what if side of their their sports. Most of us, when we watch these activities, for those of us who can stomach them, because, I mean, I see some of the things that they do and I want to just – scream. It was like,
2: Oh, I know they're not about to do
5: that but um some of us who watch it, we kinda watch it with the fascination of, Oh my goodness, are they really are they really gonna jump or or use their bicycles to jump that high or or fall that, that low and all the while, you know, they're not considering the what if? What if they break every bone in their body? Or, you know, what if the the string breaks or what if something goes awry? Their their focus is not that. Their focus is on them being able to push their human ability beyond any type of fear beyond any type of, of what if thought. And that has to be admired. That has to be admired. Because it takes it takes courage, it takes guts, it takes perseverance to be able to look at depths of, you know, uh Five hundred feet, and say, "Hey, I'm going for it." You know, to be able to uh, climb, you know, these these mountains. Uh, I mean, twenty five. Uh, well, not even that, but let's talk twelve thousand um, a feet. I'm going for it. You have to be able to look at them and admire. Even if there is fear that grips your heart, that says, oh, what if? What if something happens? You have to be able to admire their courage. Now, I don't encourage us to all go out and take up an extreme sport activity. But through this example, I do want us to, I do want to invite us to consider the no-fear factor. From this extreme sports and this no-fear, there have been so many um, shows and activities that have been developed from that no-fear factor, just no fear. One show in particular called The Fear Factor in which they had to be able to um, just... uh, Survive any types of conditions. There's, um, in you know they had them eating all kinds of things and you know swimming and walking through all types of situations, just things that the normal person just just don't find appealing at all. And then there became these survival competition, these shows in which. You know people are put in some of the most extreme environment, and they had to learn to survive under um any different types of situation so this this no fear factor has really really uh taken um a new um life and it's caused man to reach beyond human limitations. It causes man, those who are willing to take on that challenge, to push beyond all human limitations. You know, if you read the Bible, and even as I read um, the beginning where Joseph was told not to fear, here he was his spouse to marry Mary, and here she's with child, and you know he didn't know what was going on, but the first thing God spoke to him in a dream and said was, "Do not fear. It would take moving beyond that those human limitations to be able to push." push back uh past this and say you know i'm going to trust god that oh uh, he i'm trusting that god knows what he's talking about and that i have no reason to fear because this child that is being born to mary whom i have no idea where he came from Is going to be a blessing to mankind. And I have to look beyond the fact that I don't know where this child came from. I'm just trusting God in this dream, from this dream, that this child has a purpose. And I'm called to help to raise him and protect him and secure him for that purpose. That took a lot. That took a lot. I mean, simple things. Those of us who have been in relationships and those of us who have, you know, uh, had to deal with way, you know, those who may have had to deal with wayward children or, you know, all kinds of, of, of concerns and issues, and you're ready to just, you know, throw up your hands and say, oh, my goodness, I I just don't know if I can take any more of this. And many of us have at one point or another threw up our hands and said, I can't take this anymore. And so to be able to stay with it and to hang in there, um, it took a lot of courage. So Joseph, of course, Uh, had to trust God, not just in putting Mary away, but in the entirety of accepting Jesus as part of of his life, as part of the family. I'm sure I've read um, some of the uh, the books that did not make the Bible, and um, one of it was the Gospel of Thomas, and it talks about, some of the the um some it talks about jesus life as a child and in reading it i mean extreme sports has nothing on what jesus did i mean he his life was a miracle from the time of his birth until the very, up until now, but to the resurrection in which he was taken up into heaven. I mean, and even as a young child, it was nothing normal. It was extreme. And part of their you know, Jesus, and it became even more extreme. That's why he, you know, had to leave one place and go to another because the normal folks could not understand the extremities that, you know, his life required of him. Even as a young child. They moved. They there. There was times when they had to move even beyond when they had to go to um, Egypt because, um, he, you know, uh, Herod was after his life. But I mean, there was so many incidents according to the infamous, those gospels that you know it was it was an extreme time, and I'm sure as parents. You know, Mary had the had Jesus, so she had that connection, and she knew that Jesus came from her. But Joseph had to hang in there because, you know, he was trusting God on the miracle that Jesus was to not just his family, but people, you know, to the world, to, to everyone. So he had to hang in there. He had to persist. But um, throughout our readings of human interaction with God, God has been pushing us to move beyond our human limitations and the fear factor. Although this is debatable, scholars reference fear not, Um, or relative phrases of fear not in the Bible 365 times. That is a fear not, having a fear not saying every day of the year. So if we don't get any memo, it tells us that God wants us to walk in courage Every single day of our life, it just leaves very little room for fear. And so when we are faced with these challenges, God tells us that we are to walk in courage. And sometimes we have to be ever so mindful because we can mistake comfort for courage. See, we can be in a comfortable position. You know, we've, you know, done our uh, everything that, you know, w- w- we've made our accomplishments and whatnot, or, you know, I go to work every day, and on my job, I can tell you that I it's easy for me to get in a comfortable position because I've been doing it so long. I can walk in there with my eyes closed. And, you know, do the job or, you know, instantly know because there becomes that, that kind of second nature of experience that allows you to kind of flow in the job. But that's comfort. That's not courage. Courage is to be able to Step out of that comfort and try something new. Try something different. Dare to go higher. Dare to move in a different uh, 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 location or field or a different methodology of teaching. That's courage. We have to be ever so mindful not to confuse the two because comfort tend to make us think that we're walking in faith. But we are challenged when something comes along and shake us. And while we're thinking that we're walking in faith, we're just walking really in comfort. Um, if we look at Matthew's, um the 8th chapter, and the 23rd verse, I want to read that. It says... Um, <clears throat> I'm gonna start at the the twenty first, uh, the twenty second, where Jesus had told them, of course. To uh, I'm gonna kind of give you a background. It told them to uh, get in the get in the boat, and uh, he was gonna to go to the other side. So at twenty two, uh, or twenty one, it says, "Another of his disciples said unto him, Lord." Suffer me first to go and bury my father. But Jesus said to him, Follow me and let the dead bury their dead. And when he was entered into a ship, his disciples followed him. And behold, there arose a great tempest in the sea, insomuch that the ship was covered with the waves. But he was asleep. Now, Jesus was asleep. And his disciples came to him and awoke him, saying, Lord, Save us, we perish. And he said unto them, Why are ye fearful, O ye of little faith? Then he arose and rebuked the winds and the sea, and there was a great calm. But the men marveled, saying, What manner of man is this, that even the winds and the waves obey him? We could see, of course, that. Um, they had a lot of comfort with Jesus. They were in the boat with him. Jesus had just taught them about walking in faith and believing God. And so when they got in the boat, all was okay. It was okay until the winds hit. And Jesus was asleep. they couldn't understand Jesus is asleep and these winds and these waves are are you know tossing us around, and fear got the most of them. They didn't know what to do with it. they didn't understand using the word they didn't understand you know uh how to 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 use their faith to to calm the the waters or the seas or the wind. And so, of course, they did know to call on Jesus. And so, of course, Jesus, after he reprimanded them about faith and believing, believing that if Jesus, if he led them to the boat and in the boat and Jesus being in the boat and have taught them all about God and that God is with us and God has a plan for us, that somehow he would get them through it, but of course they wanted the calmness they wanted the peace, and they thought it and and jesus was uh he even after he reprimanded them, he calmed the sea for them. so of course, um we see that. The disciples, even you know in walking with Jesus, they still had to build their faith. They still had to build their confidence, they still had to build up their courage. I see even within myself that even in in our daily walk, we still have to work and continually build our faith, and it's going to take a while, but in doing that, we stamp out fear. We stamp out fear, and we have to take these leaps of faith. We have to take these, this cur- we have to uh, uh, operate in courage. What we can't do is remain in the state of fear, What we don't want to do is remain in the state of fear. Fear is to be in a state of dread. It is to be in a state of terror. We don't want to be in a state of dread or terror, uh, you know, day after day after day. There are behaviors that helps us to develop faith. And I want to go over some of those behaviors that help us to develop faith. Scripture helps us. Um, one of the things in Ephesians 6.10, one of my favorite, um, through 18, um, it tells us that we have to be on guard against the enemies that he likes to make sneak attacks, And it catches us off guard. But if we keep our armor on, that we empower ourselves and we empower others through being fortified in the full armor. It says that we are able to thwart the the wows of the devil. So when we're able to thwart the wows of the devil, we build up our confidence. We build up our courage. Another scripture is First Peter five and seven, and Matthew eleven twenty eight thirty. And what First Peter five and seven tells us to cast our cares on God. Cast our cares means to throw forcefully the things that concerns us in a specific direction. Well, where is that direction on God? How do you do it? Through prayer, through rehearsing of his word, through learning his word. He tells us in Matthew eleven twenty eight thirty 30, that we are to take on his yoke and learn of him. That as we cast off our cares, we cast off our, these yokes, our bondages, the fear, that as we take on his yoke and learn of him, that his yokes are easy and his burdens are light. So as we, one, be on guard against the attacks, make sure that you are fully armored according to Ephesians 6.10, and then you cover being armored in prayer. And then... Even as you are praying and you're empowering others through the word of God, you cast those cares. When you see uh, an attack of the enemy, immediately, we don't need to rehearse those attacks. We need to rehearse the word of God on those attacks. So we want to make sure that um, we are casting off fear, according to 2 Timothy. And um, because we know in rehearsing this, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but he's given us a spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. Romans, another one, Romans 8.15 tells us that um, we have not received the spirit of fear. We're not slaves to fear again. Rather we have received the adoption of son of sonship and we are able to cry out to God, our Father. And so we call on God. The minute we see this this sneak attack or this fear trying to come in and catch us off guard, we call on him. Jesus have have reconnected us. Through our uh, through his his death, his burial, his resurrection to full fellowship with Abba Father, and there is power in calling on Abba Father, and so we have to use that in all situations. Speaking courage to yourself and to others, according to Isaiah thirty five four. It says that um, we are to say to those with a fearful heart to be strong, do not fear. Your God will come, and he will come with vengeance, with divine retribution, and he will save you having that ready word that ready word of encouragement that ready word of courage that ready word of victory will help us to be overcomers and and really push ourselves uh beyond um our our human limitations and especially beyond fear and then of course we Lean and we totally depend on the Word of God. In Psalms fifty-six, three and four tells us, "When I am afraid, I put my trust in You. In God, whose Word I praise, in God I trust, and I am not afraid. What can mere mortals do to me?" The Scripture told Joseph. Not to be afraid and put away Mary because she was about to give birth to the greatest miracle that ever happened. God wants to birth miracles in us, God wants us to be the source of His miracle working power on this earth for this generation. Jesus Christ and his birth brought us back into right fellowship with God. His name Jesus is translated to Emmanuel, which means God is with us. And if God is with us, whom shall we fear? What shall we fear? I want to encourage each and every one of us, is there something that's holding us back from being the miracle that God wants to produce in us?
1: Are we operating
5: in a fear? Are we operating in a dread or terror? Jesus was the greatest miracle, but it didn't stop there. The miracles continue, and He wants us to be the source of His miracle working power. But we have to decide in our hearts that we are going to remove the human limitations and allow God to be. As extreme
1: as, as he need to be in operating
5: in our life, I admire and respect Peter because even though Peter, um, we know the story of him and the the, the fact that he started the sink, but he got out of the boat. He pulled away from that normal life and said, I want to take the challenge. I encourage us to challenge ourselves to go beyond what some stigma that man has put on us,
1: go beyond
5: the stigma. Go beyond the limitations that man has tried to put on us and be the miracle that God wants us
1: to be. I pray
5: that we are challenged tonight, today, to examine our life, our situation, and ask ourselves, How I know God has called me to to show forth his greatness. Am I limiting that in me? And if I am, what do I need to do to move beyond these limitations? And then step out and believe God that he is with you. His eye is on the sparrow. And if he's concerned about a sparrow, how much more does he care about you and what he's called for you to do? He will never leave you nor forsake you. He has nothing but greatness aligned for you. Will you take the challenge and move in the miracle working power that he has for each and every one of us? I encourage you to do that today. I encourage you to move beyond any limitations that any system has placed on you and move in the miracle working power of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. It's there and it's there for us.
1: I bless the Lord, amen, amen, and amen. I
5: I want to say, um, of course, that in order for us to move beyond that miracle working power, move beyond our human limitations into God's miracle working power, he wants us to be in a right relationship with him. And if sin is a limitation that's causing us to move from that, we want to confess our sins. That's all that he has to that's all that he asks us to do. He says according to John 3:16, that if we confess with our mouth and believe with our hearts that Jesus died for our sins and accept him as our Lord and Savior, that we will be saved. And so if there's anyone here who needs the plan of salvation, it's already been laid out. I encourage you. To make this confession of faith, and as you make that confession of faith, you are with um, refuge from the storm. I encourage you to make contact with um, Doctor Black and with um, Sister Gloria, and put your name on the the list to uh, get be connected to be connected to this powerful ministry, Refuge from the Storm. But say this prayer, and as I say the prayer, I ask that you repeat this prayer. Dear God, I'm a sinner, and I believe Jesus died on the cross for my sins. I now confess my sins and ask that Jesus cleanse me from all unrighteousness, guilt, and shame. By his blood, I accept Jesus as my Lord and Savior. Thank you for making me a new creature in Christ. Amen, amen, amen. And if you confess that prayer, the next step is to unite yourself with a body of believers. And this is a great ministry um, that can build you up in the holy faith um there's bible study there's prayer there's praise there's worship contact refuge from the storm um i believe the email is refuge from the storm at aol.com is that correct it is
3: refuge from storm at aol.com
5: Okay. Refugefromstorm at AOL And I encourage you to contact Dr. Black and and um or or Gloria, Sister Gloria, and be in contact with other believers to strengthen um so that we can strengthen each other. I I bless the Lord. I pray that each and every person has not only received the message, but has moved to examine your life, your circumstances, your situation, and remove. If you don't remove all of them, remove. start with the one. Remove a limitation that this wicked system has tried to hold you back on from. So I bless the Lord. I'm turning it back over to uh Reverend Black.
3: Thank you so much, Minister Juanita. What a, a what a powerful challenge for those of us who have been struggling with 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 our individual plight for such a long time to remember that we can not move forward in fear. We are propelled forward when we dare to ex trust and we trust god i i I have heard across the years a great um that fear is an acronym for false evidence appearing real false evidence appearing real, so every time you get the the word that that you can't then that's the false evidence that's appearing real. What Bible did it come from? Because the Word of God says, "I can do all things through Christ, who strengthens me when the the false evidence comes that it's not going to work, you can just be reminded that through God all things are possible. so thank you so much, minister uh Juanita, for that wonderful challenge and and as she's just just said. We can't just be challenged and say, oh, that was a good challenge, and sit back in our seats and do nothing. We have to be challenged to make a change in our lives, and that change will cause us to begin to move forward. If you haven't already, you have to make that decision to draw a line in the sand and say, I'm not going back any further. I had to do that. And once I made that decision, I began to go forward, and we refused to accept that I could not go beyond where I was. So I, I I bless God, too, that he loves us enough to keep reminding us that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And with God, all things are possible. And thank you, Jesus. We just cannot allow fear to take our victory from us. Um, Sister Cassandra, if you will play that last song, and then we'll come back. Um, with more instruction. I certainly will.
1: Oh, come, oh, come
0: in,
3: Announcements I received In the mail The charter for referees from the storm So we are officially A non-profit Domestic Organization So we praise God for that And you'll be hearing more about that uh, What that means to us and what that Means for us I also want to encourage everyone to uh, Join us on on Saturday Evening we're going to do something A little different and, and It'll be so so very special as we uh, thank God for the birth of Jesus Christ. We will be having communion, so I invite you to come and and you know if you can get some real great juice, I I that would be a good thing. Just just do that and and as we come together and as a family, one thing about about tithing is 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 tithing is actually do, done as a family, and it's actually a meal. The tithe is the money, but tithing is actually a meal. Uh, and I'll teach more about that at some point, but I, I want us to come together on, on next Saturday and offer ourselves as, as a tithe, tithing, as a tithe to God in thanksgiving for Jesus Christ. Uh, so if there are no other announcements, we're gonna I'm gonna give the benediction. Those who need uh, further ministry will stay on the line, um uh, I'll ask Minister One to stay with us and, and pray for you concerning your needs.
1: Romans eight thirty eight through
3: thirty nine says, For I am sure that neither death nor life nor angels nor rulers nor things present nor things to come nor powers nor heights nor death nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus. Any of that could be a reason that we could fear. But because nothing can separate us from the love of God, we thank you, Father, that we do not have to live in fear. So, Father, as we come to the close of this service, we are so grateful that you said that we would never leave your sight, for your eyes go to and fro throughout the whole earth, and that you're looking for an opportunity to show yourself strong on behalf, behalf of those whose hearts are perfect towards us, towards you, O oh God. So, Lord, as we leave this This service, this day, we ask that you would let the words of our mouth and the meditation of our heart be acceptable in thy sight, O God, for you are our strength and our redeemer. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, Sister Cassandra, if you will end the recording, and those who need special prayer or special ministry, if you'll stay on the line, we will pray with you. Cassandra, are you there? My the, my um internet connection, as soon as you said it, it went off. So I have to wait for it to come back on. The devil is a liar.
1: Okay. There we go.
3: I do encourage all of you who are on the call to pray during the call. Pray that God would, would show himself strong on our behalf. Pray. That our enemies will get tired of being a nuisance. Pray that God will change their hearts and their minds and that they will get saved. Mm -hmm.
1: Are you still waiting for it to come back yet? Uh, And here we go.